Welcome to Divine Intimacy Radio, a co-production of EWTN Radio and SpiritualDirection.com, where we provide you with a spiritual haven of rest and explore the riches of the wisdom of the saints and the path to union with God. Welcome to Divine Intimacy Radio. This is Dan Burke with Kyle Langan, and you're listening to your radio haven of rest. Your hermitage of the heart. Your monastery of the mind, where we lift our hearts and minds to heaven to draw from the wisdom of the saints, tradition, the magisterium, the life-changing reality that is the Catholic Church and Jesus' presence in it, the Blessed Trinity's presence in it. It is the only legit saint-making machine on the planet. And so we are grateful to be a part of that. And I want to introduce my co-host today. It's, he doesn't look anything like Stephanie, nor does he sound like her. So I'm sure you, you're wondering who he is. But his name is Kyle Langan. Kyle is a friend who uh, is uh, has some particular experience relevant to our conversation today, which is about renewing the priesthood and prayer and the interior life. Kyle was uh, up until recently a seminarian. He's been at two seminaries, uh, the Josephinum and then uh, also the uh, Mundelein in Chicago. So he discerned out of diocesan priesthood right before uh, diaconate ordination, right? Correct. Yeah, and so now he's, he, the reason he did is because he's convicted that he's called to contemplative religious uh, vocation. So uh, Kyle is uh, staying with us here at the uh, retreat center and the home base of the Avila Foundation and contributing greatly to our quasi-monastic life. And uh, I thought he'd be a great uh, voice on this show to talk about how to renew the priesthood. Dr. Joseph Holcraft uh, is the director of the High Calling Program for the Avila Foundation, Avila Institute. He is also the author of Heart of Evangelizing and Unleashing the Power of Intercessory Prayer, which is published recently by Sophia Institute Press. And Joe is a graduate from Franciscan University, as is Kyle. And then he, he received his PhD uh, from Theological Foundation with studies uh, completed at Oxford University. Joe is an, uh, a husband, a devoted father. He lives in uh, Fulton, Ohio, with his beautiful wife, Jackie, and their four children. My favorite of the four is Avila, for for obvious reasons, maybe. <laughs> but Colby, Isaac, and Sienna are also his children not to leave them out just because Avila is my favorite. But Joe, great to have you back on the show. Well, it's great to be with you. And, and again, Dan, uh, you know, my youngest daughter, Sienna, she she still has a bone to pick with you because you keep emphasizing Avila. <laughs> you know, right. You're causing quite a stir over our, our dinner table conversation. <laughs> well, I'll, well, I guess we'll cause some more. I like all your kids, but, you know. know. Teresa of Avila is one of the reasons I'm oh, Catholic. Of course. So, of you know, course, so of course, yeah. I loved when I when you named her that. I just thought that was the most awesome thing when I discovered that. So I didn't know you at the time when you did it. But sure. anyway, uh, Joe, you one of the things I love about you, I mean, I watched your recent interview on EWTN with uh, Doc with uh, Mitch Father Mitch Pacwa. And uh, I I love your fearless emphasis on the one uh, most important ingredient to, to drawing to union with Jesus. There's more than one, but one that's most 
least emphasized in our time, and that is um, mental prayer. And I think sometimes, you know, when we, uh, I was talking to Kyle the other day, one of the most common questions I'm asked is usually from executives, how do you get so much done? And my, and I've asked, been literally asked dozens of times. And I asked, my answer is first prayer. Yes. And, and they always go, yeah, yeah, yeah. What else? <laughs> and I always know that they have an impoverished view of prayer in that moment. Um, I do have other ways of managing that are, I, you know, I guess, sophisticated leadership, you know, mechanisms that work. But the, the most important ingredient is prayer, Joe. And I think the most important ingredient to renewal of the priesthood in our time is prayer. And I'd love to hear both your and Kyle's thoughts on that. Yeah, you know, it's interesting when you go back to the origin of the high calling program, Dan, and you know, you're a part of that meeting, there are about 20 of us. There were four guiding principles, all really rooted in one thing. The first was the need for men to re-encounter Christ in the interior life, that the second was the need for spiritual direction and conversion mentorship. The third was uh, what healing and that men might live life to the full. And the fourth was deeper discernment, greater clarity. All of that takes place, right? Once you are in a very real, tangible relationship with Jesus Christ, once you have essentially encountered Christ in the interior life. So when you look at, I, I love that word impoverished for you. When you look at um, the, the more authentic understanding of what prayer is, you're talking about that which is life-giving, right? It makes perfect sense that we're going to be more fruitful in what we do and all that we do if we have a robust relationship with Jesus Christ. Because when you talk about mental prayer and that interior conversation of heart speaking to heart, that's going to shape and form everything you do. And it's going to give a sense of direction, purpose to what you do. And also when you're doing that, you begin to see God reveal himself in all of the, uh, the little moments in our life. And that then itself becomes more prayer, right? And, and if we are as St. Teresa of Avila, we just talked about St. Teresa of Avila. If we are in this very real relationship, courtship with Christ, we are in terms of what with Christ, but friends, this is 24, seven, 365 around the clock. This is the kind of thing that truly does Dan give life to everything that we do. And when guys discerning a call to the priesthood are inside of that life, encountering Christ each and every day, oh my goodness, what is that going to do to, to the, the future of their seminary in life, uh, their priesthood, the, their parishes? They're going to set those parishes on fire. You talk about, is this the most important thing? We are in the this season of Eucharistic revival, uh, Dan and, and, and Kyle we need priests, just not priests, you know, in some quantitative sense, but the qualitative sense, priests who are steeped in a devoted, beautiful relationship with Jesus Christ, because those are going to be the priests that are truly going to revive and renew the church. And so, yeah, prayer is at the center of it, because that is what is going, it, that is the, that is going to be the thing that ultimately leads us to, to where we need to be as a church. Before I get your answer, because I really want to hear yours as well, Kyle, the just so folks know, when Joe talks about the high calling program, if you don't know what it is, 
this whole this this show, the Divine Intimacy Radio, uh, is sponsored by the Avila Foundation. We have the Avila Institute for Spiritual Formation, Graduate Studies in Spiritual Theology. Years ago, uh, at the behest of uh, Orazio, issued by the Pope, we were the first to develop a program to prepare men for seminary. So we take guys for one year, and you you know Joe Joe already described the, the you know the key emphases. Joseph already described the key emphases of, um, of that program. And so we've got about 100 guys right now in the program from 40 different dioceses. And I think we're about to grow, uh, God willing, by another 50% uh, this year in terms mm-hmm. of the number of guys or the number of dioceses that we serve. But Kyle, so let's shift to you. You know, you heard Joe's passion mm-hmm. uh, for, for prayer and the renewal of the priesthood. What are your thoughts? Yeah, um, as Joe was talking, the thing that was coming to mind for me actually was really what we're striving for in the priesthood is what you see in the gospel. Mm-hmm. When you look at Jesus Christ, ultimately the person who is the priest should be an altar Christus, yeah. know, another Christ. And when we look at Christ in the gospel, what do we see constantly? Yeah, He's peeling off to pray. Yeah. And he's he's always um like the people are are coming after him, they're looking mm-hmm. for him. And he's he's in prayer. Mm-hmm. And um and so you know, I think all the power and all the efficacy of of Christ's ministry mm-hmm. comes from his life of prayer. Mm-hmm. Right? And so um I don't think it's it's a super complicated problem where we have to do in-depth research of trying to figure out how to fix this Amen. crisis of our of our time. Um, if we just stick to the gospel and and stick to prayer, just the way that Christ did, I think we'll we'll see all the fruit that we desire. Um, the The difficulty, I think, also though is is um, the deep conversion that's required to forego all else for the sake of of prayer and to really understand that if I completely surrender all things to the Lord and and trust in him and and invest first and foremost in my own personal prayer life in my own conversion, my own personal deepening intimacy with the Lord, that God himself will step in and fill the gap and um and he got himself in the power of the holy spirit will be um the energizing force behind all of our actions and um that's i think why we see christ in the gospel saying things like um you know the the will of the father mm-hmm. is is my food that sustains me all he cares about is is living in intimacy with the father Years ago, I wrote a post called He Walked Away, and it was I was meditating on the Gospels, and there's this striking scene. If It's easy to miss. It's that huge, huge, huge crowds had, had gathered, right, and uh, uh, to hear him, and he leaves. I'm thinking, wow, no evangelical would have ever done that, <laughs> you know, and I'm a, I'm a former evangelical, right? Or no, 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 you know, big Catholic name, probably huge crowd. I'm going to talk. I'm practically, important. it makes no sense. I, right. I got to speak because everybody's here and they want to hear me. 
and he walks away and he goes to pray. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that speaks volumes to uh, the need for him to pray uh, to, of course, be to, to fulfill his mission is to be in union with the father. Before we go to break, I think when I come back, when we come back from the break, what I'd like to talk about, Joseph, is, and Kyle, how specifically are we helping to form a new kind of priest, if you will? Uh, and, and when we talk about prayer, a lot of you know faithful Catholics are going, yeah, 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 I pray, I pray the rosary. That's not what we're talking about. Rosary is really important, but that is not what we're talking about. Um, Kyle alluded to it, so did Joseph. We're talking about union with Christ in a different kind of prayer that unfortunately is rare in our time and what we're doing. So we'll be right back. And after the break, we'll jump in with Dr. Holcraft on the future of the priesthood and a kind of prayer that is rarely found, unfortunately, in most Catholics, but that must be in the heart of every priest for him to help renew the church. We'll be right back. Hi, friends. We want to personally invite you to check out all of our upcoming retreats here at Avila. Head over to spiritualdirection.com forward slash events or click on the events tab on the top of spiritualdirection.com and sign up now for one of our powerful mini retreats, setting the captives free or into the deep or divine intimacy in marriage. Now with both live and online options, our mini retreats can be live streamed right into your living room or parish meeting room. Discover why these events sell out time and time again. That's spiritualdirection.com forward slash events register today there is a growing need for well-formed solid spiritual directors in the church today the avila institute in collaboration with heart of christ spiritual direction program offers a certificate in spiritual direction for those who feel called to accompany others in their journey towards god the program is grounded in ignatian and carmelite spirituality based on a catholic worldview and draws on the wisdom of the saints with an emphasis on biblical principles in the new evangelization this program offers both online and on-site classes Discover more and apply today at avala-institute.org. Welcome back. This is Dan Burke and Kyle Langan talking about renewal of the priesthood. And by the way, the laity have a role in the renewal of the priesthood. We're also with Dr. Joseph Holcraft, who's the director of the High Calling Program. That's a formation program for men heading into seminary. The laity have a role too. You know, I, I was so blown away by a priest recently at a retreat center, he said, um, he said, if priests don't pray, you know, we're going to lose our priesthood. We're going to lose, lose our way. If the laity don't pray. If the laity don't pray, yes, we're going to lose, uh, you know, yeah. Any, anyway, I'm not going to get the quote right, but he was just had so clear in his mind. I know this priest is a very holy priest. So clear in his mind that priests need to pray or they're going to lose their vocation, they're going to wane. And if the laity don't pray, it, it the priests are going to be more susceptible to, you know, drifting into darkness is, mm -hmm. some, is kind of a word that he used, phrase that he used. And I was really struck by it. So, Dr. Holcraft, let's talk about two things I want to make sure is, one, we're not talking about vocal prayer, which is important. We, we you know, every priest needs to pray their liturgy the hours. We pray it together, Kyle and I and others at the, Retreat Center, the home base of the Avila Foundation. We pray it three times a day. I pray it four times a day, uh, another time separately. And it's we believe in vocal prayer. It's canonically obligated for ordained, the ordained and religious. But I think there's a kind of prayer, uh, Joe, that is 
in, in a sense, it's the fuel to all other good prayer. It's the thing that brings us to Jesus uniquely and powerfully. Talk to us about what is this thing called mental prayer? Why is it so important for the life of a priestly formation? Yeah, so so mental prayer and, you know, certainly to um, Dan, uh, I'd like to focus even on the word contemplation and contemplative prayer, right? Because mm-hmm. um, it is it is the prayer of the heart, the prayer of, of, of gazing at um, the prayer of silence, the prayer that allows um, ultimately for that courtship with Jesus Christ that we've been talking about to just not go to the next level. But as as we've already used the word to go to that intimate level, right? Mm-hmm. I often think, you know, the language and the words we use reveal much, you know, you guys. And you look at the word contemplation, uh, contemplatio. You break that word down, and it is um, the act of of looking at something sacred. It's it's to look at something, but it's the act of looking at something sacred. So when you when you break that down and think about it critically, it is to it is to gaze, it is to look at that which is most sacred, Jesus Christ. And so, uh, if if one can just imagine themselves in uh, adoration, the Blessed Sacrament, the act of look, looking at that which is sacred. Now, putting this in the context of courtship, this is really important for us because, uh, you know. I, I'm 18 years married here, and um, I find still yet today, 18 years later, that the more I get to know Jackie, my beautiful beloved, um, the, the, the more I fall in love with her. And there are times in, in my courtship and my time spending with her that I just, I do find myself just looking at her, you know, and in the looking at her, in the looking at her, I'm falling more in love with her because I've been getting to know her. So as prayer takes on many forms, sacramentally, biblically, for sure, getting to know Jesus Christ in the Gospels, as Kyle was referencing, that quiet time of just being with Jesus, just looking at Jesus. If you're doing everything else, you will find yourself going deeper and deeper and deeper in your relationship. And the men who come to us, you know, guys, as they have shared with me, and many men have shared this, you know, Dr. Holcraft. I spent an extra hour in adoration and I did what you encouraged. I was just with Jesus. I wasn't trying to figure out my vocation in as much as I was just receiving Jesus. Well, oh, by the way, just receiving Jesus is, is how you figure out your vocation. You know? right, right. Because our vocations are not a problem to be solved, but a gift to be received. And God reveals mm-hmm. uh, your vocation to you when you are with him. Um, and it's beautiful. It's a mystery but a mystery that he's, he discloses, and he does so when we are just with him. Uh, and and it, it's, it's a process, as Benedict would say, of falling more in love. Contemplation, mental prayer is, is that process by which we fall more in love with Jesus. And I think it's a beautiful way to encounter um, just not our faith, but Jesus Christ, who is, who is a person alive and well, living, calling us to him. <laughs> and we all know priests, you know, who... I know a lot of good priests. We just are blessed. Priests who are in love with Jesus, priests who pray are different. Mm-hmm. They're very different. They, they don't just have a temporal effect on their parish. They, you can be, you have a smart priest, a crafty priest, a, you know, who has some wor- worldly wisdom who can organize and manage well. But those aren't the ones that rock the world of their parish. The, in fact, one of my friends, priests in Washington told me one time, 
like he, his whole parish when he was leaving was like the the biggest mourn fest ever in the history of any church and uh but one of the things he told me is his goal was to be a lousy administrator. And I thought, oh, you're going to be a great priest. I'm sure you're a great priest, you know. <laughs> but his goal, because he knew that his job was to make sacrifice, right, for, for mm-hmm. the people, to lead them to God and all that, and he had a deep prayer life. So I don't know, Kyle, what are your thoughts about what Yeah, Dr. I, you know, um, the the thing I think that is so essential about what we're talking about with prayer and the priesthood is that the priest ultimately the goal of the priest is to manifest the glory of God Mm -hmm. and the person of Jesus Christ for the people which isn't just a a mean like you don't do that by just thinking really hard about what you're going to do or what you're going to say. Or, Not just academics. It, it's a formation of, of your soul, mm-hmm. right? So that when people see you, when they hear you speak or when they see how you deal with a situation or whatever you have to do as a priest, they say, wow, mm-hmm. there's, there's a holy person. Yeah. Right. And that growth and holiness can't just be something that Again, that's that's limited to our own uh, means of of trying, right? Um, one of my favorite things that Pope Benedict wrote in a book, um, "Behold the Pierced One." Mm. He says that um, that we can't come to know Christ unless we enter into His own prayer, which is something that. I really dove into that, and personally, I, I love that quote because we can read about Christ in the gospel and everything, but what we see in Christ in the gospel is really the manifestation of his intimacy with the Father, which is his prayer, mm-hmm. right? And so, how can a priest today uh, manifest that same reality? There is no other way besides the life of mental prayer. And, and so that's, that's why I think what we're talking about is so essential. And that's actually, like we said earlier, one of the reasons why I decided to, to take a step back from ordination to really pursue the prayer life um, for myself, because I, it's just so essential, I think, you know. Amen. Amen. So folks, if you're, if this is, you know, if you're, if you're getting excited because you understand these things at a deep level and you're thinking i've got to support this program or i've got to send a guy there that i know whether they're diocesan or religious or or, i mean whether they feel like they have a call to the diocesan life prayer life or priestly life or religious priestly life joe tell them a bit about the high calling the new high calling website yeah so myhighcalling.com is a website we built uh, in order to serve the man who, on one hand, yeah, he knows he wants to be a priest and he just needs some direction, but but also, and, and maybe more importantly, um, the man who is discerning or thinking about the priesthood in anonymity, right? So the website has uh, a number of things. Uh, we have quizzes set up for the guys to take. Um, and based on those quizzes, all that information comes to me. They contact me. There's a resource page that has vocation stories, bio stories, uh, videos. videos videos from vocation directors, um, 
uh, tips for discernment, that sort of thing. Uh, we even have a, a resource page that we're building um, with um, reflections from folks in the pew, what makes a holy priest, you know, so guys are, you know, thinking about this. And so um, there's lots there. Uh, it, there's a whole section devoted to what the High Calling Program itself is, but it, it is at its heart a website that engages the man and where he's at, right? Certainly it's just not a website, but also an app. So a guy of any age can pull it up on his phone um, and can engage it on his phone. In fact, I, I don't know if I told you this, Dan, but about a week ago, I got a response from a gentleman in the UK and he pulled it up. He was on um, the train somewhere in Western Europe. And he said, well, this is pretty cool that I'm looking at this video, you know, on a train <laughs> heading to Italy. I think he was going from the UK or something. You know, I just thought that was pretty cool. Um, and that's that's the idea in principle, that truly we are meeting these guys where they're at, whether it be in a train, um, you know, in, in a classroom, um, just maybe you're going you're going to bed, you put your head to pillow and you think about the priesthood and you, you do a little Google search and there it is, you know. Um, so uh, we're getting a ton of responses. Uh, yeah. And if you can support that, just not monetarily, but also by prayer, that would be huge. Uh, the high calling program itself right now with all the guys in it, it's just the guys have told me this year in particular, they've told me this each year, but this year in particular, man, Dr. Holcraft, do I feel supported by the prayer that you've been telling me about the prayer, mm. of the Avila army, the team, you know, it's, it's a year long program. There's going to be, you know, high points of consolation, but also desolation, right? Guys yeah. will experience that desolation, but because they have an understanding of prayer as something now tangible, as we've been talking about, it carries them through the process. It carries them through, uh, through the process that that leads them to a point of, you know, being more firm and and, and zealous in their yes to, to the next step. And so the prayer is huge. And, uh, you know, the the impact of the website has been really positive up to this point, And I look forward to, you know, what is yet to come. Amen. So myhighcalling.com, and you don't even have to have talked to a diocesan priest. If you're just a guy thinking about the priesthood, this is a, we built this for you, whether you're thinking about religious life or diocesan life, this is for you. It's, it's kind of a safe place where you can explore, where nobody's going to magically suck you into a collar against your will. And uh, and then, of course, you get to talk with Dr. Holcraft, who, who himself uh, discerned the priesthood at one time uh, with was it with the CFRs uh, for the TOR, the Francis. Yeah. yeah. So check that out. Thank you for listening to Divine Intimacy Radio. Until next time, may the God of peace make you perfect in holiness. May he preserve you whole and entire spirit, soul and body irreproachable at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Learn more about the interior life. Visit spiritualdirection.com. Divine Intimacy Radio is a co-production of EWTN Radio and spiritualdirection.com and heard worldwide on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network.